You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I am your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. Who just walked in the door from McHale. We're bringing this podcast to you late night, as usual. Arizona defeated Stanford tonight, 81-69. to As I was tweeted pretty quickly after the game, they did Wildcats and not get to 90, like I predicted. (laughs) But I do blame the refs. Um, Oh, wow. You know, because I think it would have been 90 if we hadn't had all those ridiculous fouls and not fouls that should have been called. It was a free-for-all tonight with the Pac-12 refs, as usual. It's crazy as Arizona went to the line 27 times, and it felt like it should have been like 37. It was a lot. Anyway, it was a win, though um, the game was closer than some expected. Why was that? Well, I tweeted before the game, and we talked about in the podcast, like, what's your motivation? What's your motivation? (laughs) Like, you just beat USC, ran them off the court. One of the best teams in the Pac-12. You won the Pac-12 title. Everyone's saying Stanford sucks. They still do. Uh, you probably expect to run over them. And they come out like gangbusters. And, I mean, their bench was cheering. Even during, like, stretches, like an hour before the game, they were clapping each other up. They were hyped. And Arizona was kind of just like, yeah, all right, let's just get this done. And, uh, you know, props to Stanford for coming out all excited and all that crap. You gotta and... give a good show against the best team in your conference. Come on. Yeah, and uh, Arizona at one point said, oh, shit, maybe we should play, play a basketball game. And uh, that was that. And so it was closer than expected, but, um, you know, if you're going to give Stanford credit, I mean, look, uh, O'Connell, um, uh, I, I, I totally forgot his first name. Michael O'Connell is shooting 25% from three, comes out, hits his first 19 threes, or it felt like. Um, score 16 points in the first half, and it's like, you got to be kidding me. Didn't score again in the second half. Um, and, like, you know, it, it always seems to happen in McHale. It feels like there's the one guy on the opposing team that does stuff that they normally don't do. But um, I guess if you're looking at one concern from this game, it'd be rebounding. Stanford rebounded the ball better than Arizona. Um, I think part of that is, I mean, <laughs> like you said, like, Teams are just murdering Arizona, and the rest are like, oh, Arizona's good. We're going to let these teams yeah. get away with it. Oh, look, they're the number two team in the country. Um, Let's let them manhandle everyone. But, you know, they rebounded fine in the second half. and, and you know, it That's was, literally all I kept screaming at the TV was get the effing rebound. The Dale and Terry injury was, like, waiting to happen because of yeah. all the contact that they allowed underneath the basket. Thankfully, Tommy Lloyd says that um, he someone told him on the sideline, probably Justin Kokoski, the trainer, that Dalen was – able to go back in the game if necessary. So he wouldn't have said that if it was a serious injury. I think he's going to be in an ice bath for Aren't all night all, long. Aren't we all going to take ice baths? Well, maybe not. maybe not, no. Not unless you have to. I expected to walk in and you were watching Washington State, Oregon State, like the true Pac-12 basketball fan. I got bored. And Shadow and Bone <laughs> is on instead. I'm watching Shadow so. and Bone, <laughs> which is a great show on Netflix, and I recommend it. I've anyway. seen it. At this point of the season, what is Arizona's mentality? Let's get this over with. <laughs> like, look, it's Stanford and Cal. ASU beat Cal by 150 points tonight. Arizona's better than both these teams. 
the mentality right now is to stay healthy and uh, you work on a few things. And Tommy Lloyd kind of said it too, that they have been working on a few new things in, in the past, you know, few games. They'll probably do it against Cal just because in the tournament, you know, teams are watching film and all that. Pac-12 tournament, you could be facing a team, you know, for the third time this season. And, um, uh, you know, it it's just you're kind of working on some things, fixing up things here and there, emphasizing rebounding and a few other things. But, uh, you know, I asked Christian Kaluk, I was like, look, you, do you look at the seeding? Do you hear about it? And he goes, no, we're just trying to win each game. But this team knows. They know that they're a one seed if they beat Cal. And um, I would expect a true butt kicking on Saturday. But we'll get to that. Uh, Individual performances tonight that impressed you. Um, yeah, I mean. Arizona in general. <laughs> right. So uh, it's interesting. Tommy Lloyd called him out after the game for his lack of defense. And his defense was not good. But Ben Mathurin still is dominating this conference offensively. 24 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 turnovers. He's clearly the conference player of the year. Uh, you know, Kerr was 2 of 6. But hey, 7 assists and 1 turnover. You'll take that every day. Um, Christian Coloco was dominant. There was no answer Stanford had for him. 21 and 10. Uh, she should have probably been more. Um, and you know, I, you know, it, it's only going to show up as eight points in the in the box score. But Justin Kyer's two threes changed yep. that game. He definitely changed it. Uh, completely. Of yeah, that was when the game kind of shifted. When Kyer came in, hit the consecutive threes, and um, just a great kid. Played twenty three minutes. Uh, you can tell every time Tommy Lloyd is asked about Justin Kyer how much they love him. His grandma's in town. He's going to be honored on Saturday. He's going to start on Saturday senior day. Um, pretty cool to see him come in and hit those two big threes and uh, really just, you know, play well overall. He's a spark plug. Ooh, what do you By um, the way, Justin Kyer, I read today, uh, is the fifth most experienced player in college basketball. Good for him. There you go. Um, any other Pac-12 notes going into the last game of the season? Yeah, so uh, tonight was an interesting an interesting night. Uh, I'm pulling up the scores because I wanted to say some scores. ASU beat Cal 71-44. to um, Cal, it, not Cal, ASU is an interesting team because, you know, they they have games where they look awful, but they're they're playing some pretty strong basketball. They have a possibility to get out of the 8-9 game if they beat Stanford. They want to get out of that 8-9 game because the worst matchup in the conference for ASU is Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, and probably Stanford's probably close because of their height, but Stanford's guards suck. So um, that's probably the worst matchup. So if ASU beats um, Stanford on Saturday, that changes things. And I think the other thing, you know, Mike, Luke, and I talk about Dana Altman all the time, and I think Dana's a a solid coach, but this is his worst coaching job that I've seen in a long time. They lost by 11 at Washington. It really should have been more. Uh, they're just not good this season. Their bubble hopes are shattered. They have to win the Pac-12 tournament. Will Richardson uh, got second consecutive game where he doesn't hit a field goal, uh, which is just crazy. And I think part of that has to be coaching. But, um, you know, overall, Pac-12, it, it kind of is what it is. USC-UCLA is an interesting game on Saturday. Um, the tournament probably won't be finalized. The Pac-12 tournament won't be finalized until Saturday. Some spots are locked up, obviously. Arizona uh, is pretty locked up. I don't believe Oregon and Colorado can get below four and five. Um, so that's kind of where that's at. Arizona is going to play either Stanford, ASU, or Washington State 
uh, it looks like, where they'll be favored in, in all three games. Um, but they'll play them in the in the first round and the second round, either Oregon and Colorado, probably. But I don't know. You know, it, it, I think the biggest thing is Joe Lunardi said it. What do you say after the game, Shelby? Joe Lunardi said... Who I don't even like, but I'll quote him. Well, I know. <laughs> For some odd reason, he said Arizona is 98.6% chance of being number one seed. Um, not not the overall, but the number two as of right now. The number two and then he goes, number one seed. The only s- situation is if like things go crazy. No, you can't. Yeah, man. he's and like, I, I, foresee, I, I, I think he's still something about like foreseeing certain scenarios, but he's 98.6% sure that Arizona... It was just like a weird number. Here it is. Like, if Arizona beats Cal... It is a no. It's done. It is a one seed because there isn't going to be a loss that's bad enough in the Pac-12 tournament. Like, look, if if Arizona loses to Stanford on a neutral court, does it all of a sudden drop three seed lines? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No, Gonzaga's a lock too. Gonzaga's probably a lock for the number one overall, if we're being honest. And he kind of, but he did hint in the, in the whole interview, I don't know if you watch the whole thing, he said there there's a chance they could be number one overall if Gonzaga loses. If Gonzaga loses to, like, Santa Clara, mm-hmm. which won't happen, and no. I think they're going to kill St. Mary's when they play him again, but uh, and Arizona wins the Pac-12 tournament, beating, like, a USC, UCLA right. along the way, Arizona could be the number one overall seed. If Arizona loses the first game of the Pac-12 tournament and Baylor wins the Big 12 tournament, I could see Arizona being, like, the third one seed. But as far as dropping to the two line, yeah. it would just take so much for that to happen. Um, the real drama is going to be who the fourth number one is because yeah. it's probably going to be Gonzaga, Arizona, Baylor, Kansas, and then like... But Kansas right now was number two on his... Right, his like... It was Auburn. Right, and then like... So if Auburn wins the SEC, it's going to be... But let's say Auburn loses and like Wisconsin wins the Big Ten tournament. Then it gets interesting. You got to start thinking about Wisconsin as a one seed. And then you have to wonder what happens when they give Coach K a blank piece of paper and say, make the bracket how you want it. Would Duke be the number one overall Would seed? Army be in the NCAA tournament? Because Coach K has a history with Army. Would Bobby Knight come back to coach? I mean, there's just so much. Uh, Northwestern. No, Lute Olsen's ghost could come back. Pittsburgh. Are they in the tournament? Because they have Jeff Capel, even though they're the worst Power 5 team in the country. There's just a lot that could happen with Coach K. Yeah, and he seems to rule the world. So I don't know if you guys know this breaking news. Coach K is retiring, and he is playing his last home game. Well, his team is playing last home game this let's, Saturday. Let's discuss something. Did here. you know that? Let's discuss Coach K for a minute. Okay, let's do it. Because some people are in a debate on Twitter, and in my opinion, there is no debate. Tickets for that game are going for five grand. What? You didn't know that? No. You are paying five grand to see a dude sit on the sideline, and occasionally stand up in MFRF. Right. I can't imagine, and we talked about Dean Smith on the last podcast, paying five grand to see anyone coach. Unless you told me 
that Bobby Knight was going to pick up a chair, throw it in the stands, and drop kick a ref. Then I'd consider it, but only then. But there is no coach of any sport where I would pay $5,000 to see him literally walk up and down a sideline. For his last time. I'm not sure that I would pay five grand to see any player. Mm. I mean, I'd rather like invest that in like a concert or a trip. Concert? Five grand? You I can saw... literally watch the same thing on TV. And you, you I saw Barbara Streisand time. in concert, Shell, and I didn't even spend five yeah, grand. Yeah, you were a child. That doesn't count. You're... Barbara Streisand, baby. In Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. Sat four seats down from Ice Cube. True That's story. pretty impressive. Me and Ice Cube are real tight now. I don't think I so. I call him Icy. <laughs> he calls me JC. We're besties. <laughs> oh my God, you need to go to bed. <laughs> anyway. Me and Ice. <laughs> um, fortunately for all of us, after that game, which we all hope that uh, North Carolina actually wins and ruins Duke's like fantasy fairy tale ending for Coach K, then he'll be gone. And we don't By the way, I got, a, I got a text from someone who will remain nameless. And uh, they said, without listening to the previous podcast, exactly what I said, that every coach in America wants to be the guy to end Coach K's career. You would take the newspaper from the following day and put it on your mantle. In the Pac-12 it would be, tournament. Or no, the NCAA NCAA tournament. It would be the slowest. Like if it was me, if I was coaching against Coach K and I won, I would shake a player's hand, look in the crowd and wave, stop where I am. Slow handshake. I'd shake another player's hand, just dap up to the god. So I'm like, and I mean, it would be a 45-minute handshake. Like, every coach in America is going to want to be the coach. Like if, if Coach K came up to you and you leaned in, you know how coaches say words to each other quietly and no one else can hear it? Like, you as the coach, knowing that you'll never see him again, like, what would you say to him after you just beat him on his last I would game? just blow a little kiss in his ear. No. Or make, like, a rat chewing cheese noise. <laughs> oh, my God, that'd be so funny. You just went up to him in his ear and went... You wouldn't, you wouldn't go with the, it was an honor? Coach K, when you think about it, owes me his career. Really? Because Kyrie Irving was playing when I was in the gym at one point, and I allowed one of his assistants, uh, I gave his assistant to have a pass, and I said, let this guy in. He's one of Coach K's assistant, and they landed Kyrie Irving. So. Wow. And then Arizona took that one year of Kyrie Irving and shoved it down his throat using Derek Williams. Yeah, that was great. I will say, we could play devil's advocate here. He's I a, mean, yeah. Coach he's, K. Oh, he's a great coach, but that's where's the coach. fun in that. It's legacy. It's, you know, all Arizona all right, fans, or at least coach any K. Arizona fans, By the way, don't like while Duke. I'm at it, the Lou Dolson tribute sucked today. I'm just uh-huh. going to, I'm full ranting. It was the same video that we saw. The last time? The last time during his, you know, when all the players came into yeah. town and stuff. It was the same exact video. I know. Arizona just doesn't know what to do with, with what to do with Luke's legacy. It's amazing they knew to make a statue. Like, it's just so stupid. It's just weird. It, it was, it was, there, there was no point in it. It was just the same video, and then they showed slides of fans with him, which was kind of cool. That was cool. But, like, they could have played the video messages in between timeouts and stuff. Yeah, like it could have been extended. Like, there was no reason to, like, do a four-minute, but whatever. Uh, they will be cutting the nuts on Saturday if they beat Cal. Aw. Um, Tommy said he's not a big celebration guy. I don't know. They probably cut the nets at Gonzaga 400 times. Uh, but well, you know, let him enjoy it. It's always a good moment. I don't want anyone near a ladder. I know. I'm just so nervous. They did mention um, during the broadcast, even Bill Walton said it, that you know, you're know, you one player away from getting hurt, that your whole season could change. Like It's so nerve-wracking. 
And um, after the game, the I don't I don't know the names of people on these channels. Everybody's name, who cares? But the two guys after the game on ESPN, one of them said that you know Gonzaga's even in a more precarious position than Arizona because Arizona's bench is deeper. So that's not true. I don't know if that's true or not, but like Gonzaga has a couple more games, so someone could get hurt, and then if they lose, wow, you just jinxed the hell out of every team in the country. I did. Boom. Jinx. So yeah. Yeah. We're going to play Cal on Saturday. One more regular season podcast. I know. Here's my Cal preview. No. Arizona wins? Nope. Arizona wins. Cal preview. Nope. I like Jordan Shepard. That's it. Do we need to do a Cal oh, podcast? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, no, we it, will. No one listens to this, right? We'll talk about uh, chicken soup or something. <laughs> Best Mex. We'll just rank Mexican restaurants. And oh, then, yeah. And then the last minute will be like Golden Bears, which isn't even a thing. Is Golden Bear a thing? I don't think so. I think there's brown bears and black bears and polar bears. And then there's like some like moon bears or some, I don't know, sun bears. Moon bears. This is getting <laughs> Well, there's there's bears. Have you been to the Reed Park Zoo? They have the bears that have like the little moon. Okay. I don't know. It's bedtime. Whatever. It's time for bed. Anyway, I'm going to go at 1045 and watch Washington State, Oregon State, because that's where my head is at this time of year. I watch all basketball on television. But it's not great. And Shadow and Bone is so good. Yeah. Well, that's actually the name of mine. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> so, with that being said. I'm Shelby. <laughs> this is Jason. That would be a really good name for one. Ignore him. All right. Bear down, everybody. Bear down. Shelby, you want to go on and name like 14 other types of bears or cardinal birds? Um, there are finches. And red birds, and I don't know birds. Why are you asking me about birds?